0: heard it here that was hoops by Charlie Linder and the Pickle Mafia uh, actually featuring Mike Ganser of Buffalo's Aqueous Ben Chilbert is the bassist in the Pickle Mafia you'll see he is our special guest on this podcast but i just wanted to put a little bit of uh, oil on the fire uh, get the flames going before we start the podcast and ultimately let you know there's a couple audio glitches it's not perfect we're working on it i'm hoping it's not uh, glitchy indefinitely but streaming online hasn't been a perfect process looking into ways to make it better and better um and i just wanted to let you know get the elephant out of the room and uh, i'm excited it was a great inter- interview with ben and let's get started with the podcast <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rochester Groovecast podcast, your top podcast source for live, local, regional interviews and events from Rochester, New York and the surrounding area. I am your host, Ben Albert, and today we have Ben Squared because I'm here with uh, my brother from another mother, uh, Benjamin Chilbert, uh, Ben Chili, and... um, Great bass player, multiple projects in the area from Pickle Mafia to Haywater to Roots Collider. Uh, ben, how are we doing today?
1: Doing good. How are you doing, man?
0: Awesome, man. Awesome. A- as we've talked about, uh, I've been promoting on Facebook and Instagram. All the new episodes are being broadcasted live via Zoom. Uh, so we've got a good 10 participants watching on here they're on mute, but we're going to have a Q&A later. And for now, we're just going to kind of shoot the shit, have a little bit of a good time. You, you were on one of my first ever podcasts, Ben. I feel like it was like episode three.
1: Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. We had, uh, if I'm mistaken, we had whiskey and apple cider and we just got drunk in front of a microphone.
0: And um, we're, we're better than we were before. When I first started this thing um the recording technology uh, i didn't even, really even know what i was doing from the start it was kind of a mess and you know rochester groovecast has come a long way in terms of all the Absolutely. little things i've been doing um but i really do it cuz i like the music um i like what people are doing in the rochester scene currently we're dealing with the whole coronavirus thing and everyone's cooped up um, tell me a little bit about your experience, Ben, the past month. Ultimately, being quarantined to our households, other than maybe a jog, a hike, what have you been up to uh, creating new music? Tell me a little bit about what you've been up to.
1: Yeah, well, well, first off, thank you for having me on the Rochester Groupcast, and I really appreciate what you're doing for the music scene here in Rochester and beyond. Um, so what I've been doing, really, is just working on myself, you know, working on my bass chops, doing production, playing through songs for my bands, kind of just trying to stay on top of it. I've been riding my bike, and just laying low, man. Not leaving the house for much else. It's it's a it's quite the experience. We're all in the same boat, and you know, I'm trying to use the time wisely to work on growing. And uh, because of that, I I dove into Ableton, which is a digital audio workstation, um, and I've been creating a lot of music on there. Just for me, usually every time I write music, it's for it has my bands and individuals in mind. I write my music so other people can do what they do with it. But with uh, Ableton, I've just kind of been writing it for myself and for the fun of it.
0: I love that. So you're kind of diving inward, doing stuff for you. Um, music's ultimately a major form of income. I mean, what, how has that affected you? And uh, from a musician's perspective, you know, we're we're all going through this yeah. in one way or another.
1: Going from you know a couple rehearsals a week and shows every weekend to nada, it's kind of <laughs> given me the chance to do the stuff I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't have time for before being with uh, Pickle Mafia, Beover, Roots, Glider and Haywalk. Um, it wasn't really time to focus on the things I needed to focus on to essentially get better at my instrument. I was still getting better because I was playing a lot, but yeah, like not playing shows on the weekend is weird. It's definitely weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're, right. you're working in three projects, uh, what did an average week look, look like? Uh couple shows a weekend were you playing three to five a week Uh, what was a crazy league uh, a crazy week like i mean we're moving into spring and summer i'm sure festival season's one of the the biggest times for you
1: yeah uh a lot of it was rehearsing during the week maybe you know two two or four rehearsals a week and then on the weekends it'd be like three sometimes one show but usually like two Um, but it just involved like getting out of the house, you know, and now I'm not doing that. It just feels like a different life.
0: Yeah. We, we all have to adapt to the, the changes here. What does your, your music making process look like? And has it changed in the past a little bit? Uh, you know, let's say I have an hour session where I, I voyeuristically watch you and watch you like make music and write new music. Um, does it come to you on a whim or are you looking at others online or are you looking at sheet music? Uh, tell me a little bit about how your sessions look
1: like. It's a little bit of all of that, but mainly it's more just on a whim. Uh, I'll start with like a beat or like a bass line or a certain chord or a certain sound on one of my synthesizers and I'll be inspired by it. And I'll just, it kind of just comes out of me. Like as far as with the production and just like playing, because I do a lot of improvisation. I kind of just played how I feel. And if I'm going to write a song, I'm going to write how I feel. Like before we started, you listened to my apocalyptic trap beat that I made. And that was like late at night when I'm feeling depressed about the quarantine. And I just wrote some, I just like played something that, Sounded like that feeling. Mm-hmm. And um, it really, but it's a tough one. It's a tough question to really answer fully. Because what am I writing for? Am I writing for one of my projects? Just writing a song, and if one of them fits one of the niches, I could give it over. Like, I've written a lot of stuff that doesn't see the light of day. So um, I'm trying now to just get it all on the computer, like, as just solo or like demos putting your, your foot in the door of, of different styles of music and appreciating the good in these styles of music mm, and all styles of music.
0: Is there a particular style that you just have the most fun playing on bass?
1: Uh Probably, probably funk. I really like playing funk. And I like, holding down or like Afrobeat. I'm not in an Afrobeat band, but I would love to to play bass in an Afrobeat band or like a lettuce.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Is there any genres or even better musicians that you look up to as whether they're a direct mentor or um, just someone that you wish could mentor you? You're, you're mentored in the fact that you, watch their style you watch their skill you learn from them anyone that you kind of try to embody with your music
1: so musically speaking not so much the me persona but i really like mono neon mm-hmm. mono neon's style is so good and the way he approaches the pocket is amazing and then there's like an infinite number of jazz bass players like victor booton being one of them, John Pettitucci, uh, Snoop Dogg's bass player, plays hip hop, Bubby Lewis. like I try to pull things from a lot of different individuals, not so much bands, but individual musicians that inspire me with whatever they're doing. And that could be found across the board, um, mainly in like the funk and jazz uh, realm. Even though I do love bluegrass and all the other styles of music that I play, like I just find the most impressive stuff to be for them.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, Jazz is always pushing the envelope. Uh, anyone in particular that really pushes the envelope that you'd recommend, maybe uh, you saw him live or the first time you heard him, you were like, wow, this is something I've never seen before.
1: Yeah. Um, Felix Pastorius, who plays with Jazz's Fish, blew my mind. Uh, John Ferreira from Consider the Source. Victor Wooten. Hadrian Farraud, Hadrian Farrow, he's like French. He plays with spirit fingers. Um, I would say they're all people I really look up to technically, and musically, um, masters of their instrument.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Masters in their own right. and uh, For sure. It, it's hard to compare people because you know when you reach that level it's it's an incredible thing it you're obviously incredibly proficient on the bass and seen you play guitar very well drums this and that are there any instruments that ultimately you don't play or if you could you know overnight be a pro at something you'd pick this instrument and uh be a pro at an unusual instrument of some kind
1: so i play a little bit of kalimba i got a kalimba uh, two years ago for christmas um microtonal it's got like 26 notes on it um when you asked the question it was kind of breaking away mm-hmm. um can you reiterate was it are there instruments that i do play that you haven't seen me play
0: Yeah. So let's say you were to be overnight. You're a superstar at an instrument that, um, whether you play a little bit or, um, don't play at all, if you could be proficient in anything unusual or not, what, what would it be?
1: Oh, trumpet. Yeah, definitely trumpet. I love, I just love the way it sounds. And, um, like Christian Scott and Miles Davis can, just do infinite number of sounds with this one instrument with three knobs. It just doesn't make sense to me, but it sounds, it's probably my favorite horn. And then after that, probably saxophone.
0: Do you consider yourself to be a a jazz bassist? It seems like a lot of your influence kind of comes from that realm.
1: Uh, I, I'm not like traditionally trained to do jazz at all. As much as I understand some of the theory behind it, I think when you know the theory, you can kind of put yourself into any situation musically. And that's something that jazz guys are pretty proficient at, Mm -hmm. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a jazz bassist. I've never played like a show out of the real book before. I have played songs out of it, Mm
2: -hmm. but
1: not like strict. You haven't seen me playing at Wegmans, you know, like, I don't know if you've seen that dressed up in suit and tie In like the food core, I've never done that type of stuff. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: More of the jazz fusion. Yeah, I would say I'm a funky jazz fusion jam band drum and bass bass player.
0: Hold up, I just want to take a very quick moment to thank our sponsors, Heywa no legitimately haywa is the intro and outro to the podcast always been great supporters of music and of course ben chilbert is the bassist in haywa um, we want to play a song by them sensorama their new album is currently out and this track is called nightshade so nightshade by haywa off their new album sensorama and then we'll get right back into my conversation with ben This e is it comes to fusion jazz music there's always unpredictability um oftentimes quirky people loving people lovable people but do you personally have any unusual habits whether it's a pre-performance ritual or just unusual art habits that uh would be interesting to anyone listening
1: uh i don't think they'd be very much interested interested in this but before a show i like to um you know maybe have a drink maybe not but usually just hide for like the 15 minutes up until i have to play and just like play my bass unplugged warm up my fingers you know standard stuff but i get real quiet i get real quiet and i hide
0: You're getting in the zone. Well, what's it feel like once you're actually getting on stage for that first 30 seconds to five minutes through that first song?
1: Well, if if I was hiding well enough, when I get on stage, I'm very relaxed. I have a very low resting heart rate, and I feel really good. No anxiety at all. Um, That was more of something that I had maybe, you know, eight years ago. Now I just, I feel good when I'm up there. I'm feel, I feel ready to play usually.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's uh, been a long time. So you've been with Haywa about nine years. You said, how long have you been performing live as a musician?
1: So I had like one show before Haywa with my garage band, my college band. Uh, It was called jellyfish grin. And I played guitar in it and it was, I don't remember. was it like a VFW or something. And it was Anson Styles on bass. Um, Pat Whiting on rhythm guitar and vocals. I was lead guitar. And I don't even remember the drummer. Brandon. Brend Brandon. Some I don't think uh, I don't remember his last name. He was a really good drummer. We played at like the VFW and we had like two song, two original songs. One of them became the Haywat tune, messing with Hooks. And then we did sublime covers and yeah, that was, that was my only gig before Haywa. So it's been about nine and a half years.
0: Wow. And so Haywa has been a pivotal, pivotal part of your career as a touring musician from the start, you know, the bird's eye view kind of give me a chronology of how Haywa developed and your connection to the members of the band and the music and the fans.
1: So, I met the original drummer Riley in college and I was playing guitar. Anson was playing bass. He took his studies to Buffalo and I started playing bass because it sounds better when you play bass, when you have a bass player and a drummer together than when it's a guitar player and a drummer. In my opinion, it just sounds more cool. And then uh, we lived in this house and we basically Colin showed up and We started jamming, and he was really, really good. And uh, one of the most creative people I've ever met. And it just kind of stemmed from there. It was kind of like a party house. So we jammed a lot in front of people, and people liked it. And then we started writing music.
0: (laughs) So there wasn't, you know, uh, an immediate vision. We want to do this because of this. You guys are just having a good time, and it kind of blended its own way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say when I first heard Colin play, I was like, if I could play guitar really well, that's how I would want to sound. Because I just remember I was obsessed with Jimi Hendrix and um, hearing him play, he just sounded like a modern Hendrix with these influences from places I don't even know about. It just sounded, he's just very fresh guitar player. So when that when that happened, Riley and I were just like, we need to play music with this guy. Like this guy is really good. And this is how I want every guitar player to sound. And this is the guitar playing I hear in my head, but I can't do. So, <laughs>
0: shout, can't out, shout out to Colin Jones, guitarist in Haywa.
1: You know, we just released a new album, which I think is the best thing we've ever done. Since we've been a band, even though I feel that way, every time we release an album, you know, it's always a growth upon the foundation, and we've come really far. Definitely, come really far. Whereas before, I'd say we were a psychedelic rock band, and then we were a kind of progressive grunge psychedelic band, and now now we're like uh, psychedelic. We're an electrodelic Prague now. You know, like we just kind of keep. Putting in things we like and just funneling these these uh, influences into the band.
0: I like that term, electrodelic Prague. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've heard that before. Did you I, just I think coin think it? I
1: came up. I, I think I came up with that when I was listening to our album. So like, this is like electrodelic Prague.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, check out Hela. Obviously, in the description, we'll have a link there. Um, yeah,
1: Sensorama the sensorama. Album is called sensorama it's on spotify please give it a listen
0: now talk about so he was still obviously um grinding and creating new music tell me a little bit about your projects currently uh, whether they're on hold or not um and ultimately the direction with the the new music you've been producing
1: so everything's on hold what what project do you want to hear about
0: um yeah. You tell me, I mean, let's, uh, we can talk about Roots Glider. We can talk about Pickle Mafia and, uh, you were showing me, you've got some new production music that you've been creating kind of on your own time for you. So, uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about Roots, uh, Pickle Mafia, and then some of the things that you're doing just for Ben right now.
1: Yeah. Well, so both, all the, all the projects are on hold. Obviously we all have aspirations and, you know we want to take the music to the next level we want to write new music we want to play shows and that's in the jazz world and the, the drum and bass world and the haywire world um, but since all of that's on hold I'm, i've been kind of focusing on my own bass chops and like transcribing bass solos on youtube and doing electronic production where I'm making hip hop beats or vaporwave. And that's kind of just what I'm doing for myself. And I hope to release my first solo album based on these tracks at some point.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. And um, we're going to close out the podcast in a little bit with one of those tracks Um, and uh, excited to be releasing that. Um, in terms of everything you've done, is there anything that you're, you're most proud of in your music career?
1: Just how far I've come and how the grind has affected me and helped me grow as a person. Um, I think that's what I'm the most proud of, honestly. Um, obviously, you, you, I've played some great shows uh, with great bands and I've played some great music festivals.
0: Absolutely. So the, the grinds change you for the better. Um, what's a, what's a before and after example of something that, uh, I mean, it's been a long time. We, we all grow (laughs) up regardless, but something that you dropped and maybe something you picked up, you know, a positive that came from all of it.
1: Uh, I mean, I stopped drinking, a lot and I started drinking this stuff for one Pellegrino yeah sparkling water I'm very grateful for seltzer water um <laughs> I still I'll still have a beer here and there but usually when I'm out not when I'm quarantining
0: absolutely absolutely and um this isn't gonna last forever so what is in store um in you know maybe a year landscape you could even give us a 10 year landscape. What what's in the near future and where are we going?
1: Well, depending on how long this lasts, (laughs) what I can say for sure is a solo electronic record by myself will be in, will be coming soon. I don't know when, but that's what I'm working on. And that that's the only thing I can promise. The future is not promised. It's crazy time we're in right now. Um, but that that can happen from the home.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Honing a brand new skill, um, great. Uh, I guess one one thing I want to mention: anybody who is listening right now, if you want to put a question in the chat box, um, please do. But uh, what the the new question that I'm going to ask every guest here on Rochester Groovecast. Um, Ultimately, if you had a billboard, billboard, middle of the highway, populated area, it can say whatever you want, whether it's a sentence, a word, a paragraph. If you could convey a message to the world, uh, it, beyond just music, but in something simple, pithy, and fun, what would that billboard say?
1: Hmm. I think one of my favorite quotes of all time would have to be on that billboard. And that, and that is whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the mind can achieve. Period. <laughs> That's what it would say. So people would drive by that and they'd think about what it means and then they'd try to live a better life, hopefully. Because if you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it.
0: Mm. You got to see it, believe it, and then you achieve it
1: conceive
0: conceive
1: yes not
0: got see it. it got
1: it you won't got see it, it until you achieve it
0: and then it all come to fruition that's right awesome awesome we're gonna in a moment open this up to q a Q&A. Uh, we're gonna hang out do uh the shabam listen to some more of your music but before we do that offline Ben, how should people follow up? What's the best way to get in touch with you? And, uh, of uh,
1: course. Right now, Facebook. Um, Haywa on Facebook. Meets Glider on Facebook. Pickle Mafia on Facebook. My personal page. Um, got my Venmo in the chat box. Um, yeah, just reach out. We're, we're all in the, this together. You know, this quarantine thing. is uh, We'll get through it. We'll
0: get through it. Absolutely. Yeah, so everybody uh check out Ben in the show notes and description. I'll put the Ben uh Venmo, Ben, Dash, Chilbert, and uh support of Haywa, Roots Collider, Roots Glider, Pickle Mafia, and uh currently the electronic music are we unnamed? Yeah, we're
1: unnamed. Inspired by Rick Rubin, you know, um Jay Dilla. Shout out to those guys. No name yet though. No name.
0: But it it'll hasn't be, taken
1: on a form
0: yet. It'll be coming soon. We're we're excited, Ben. Thanks for coming on. And uh yeah, everybody support Rochester Groovecast, um, at Rochester Groovecast, just Google Rochester Groovecast, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, any podcast app, um Facebook, Instagram. Again, Ben Chilbert, support him in all his projects, support local music. None of this is going anywhere. Um, I'm, I'm ultimately under the impression that everybody's itching to get back. So the moment that we can actually leave the house, I'm, a couple people probably get sick at first because we'll be too anxious to get ba- out and about. Um, but music's only going to be better going forward because um, – yeah it's uh how, how do you feel about it are, are you anxious to get back and playing
1: oh absolutely definitely anxious to get back and playing and i feel like a lot of people are and a lot of people are working on getting better and when this is over you're gonna see all your favorite musicians back and better than never
0: awesome awesome we hope to hear more from you and uh thanks for coming on the show Ben.
2: Yeah, thank you it's a pleasure you
0: For listening to the show Um, For making it to the end We have a secret track here by Ben Chilbert His new, currently unnamed Electronic project During this quarantine Um, Not yet totally mastered Not yet ready But you got to hear it first Here on Rochester Groovecast Podcast This is Ben Chilbert With a new track Forward Foundation